<laughs> that hurt. <laughs> More verticality. Recording in progress. All right. Uh, welcome to the straight red card. All right. Um, Hey, thanks for joining us today, the Thursday show. Right, you got here just in time, too. Well, you actually yeah. got earlier than just in time. So that's Score. <laughs> so, um, God, where do we want to start today? Because we got a lot of things to talk about. Um, I know that doesn't seem normal or rational because there's not a lot going on in the soccer world, right? Uh, Pulisic did get his, what, 20 minutes today? Yeah, I couldn't duplicate his magic. Yeah, he couldn't. I was hoping he'd get more time than that. But, I mean, hopefully that doesn't become a thing where he just becomes a uh, super sub. But, uh, hey, I did have to ask you, um, did you watch the Mexico-Guatemala game? No, I saw the highlights, if you could call them that. Yeah, We'll talk about that, too, because we had Jonathan Gomez play. Um, he got eight minutes, and then of course, Zendayas got 72. And I don't know if that means he's now capped. I think we could play a number of them. He's played a handful which one now, Zendayas, Zendayas, yeah. Okay, I'm so, not yeah. sure. And Gomez is eight minutes of uh, with the U.S. Mm-hmm. national team, he got an assist. He Just did, saying. oh, yeah, yeah he was... you need him a hockey assist, though. Uh, I believe he shot, it was blocked, blocked, and in. I'm, yeah, I'm giving him as an assist. Yeah, that's not really because we, we kept assist. we kept preaching about how like how to beat a blow block, and I'm just like shoot the ball, just shoot it. <laughs> but we do have a lot of people panicking about that. I just don't think that you know we need to do that quite yet. So, um, also, um, did you see the Tyson Fury fight this weekend? No, you probably don't even know who fucking Tyson Fury is, do you? <laughs> Boxer, isn't he? Yeah, it's a heavyweight Boxer. champ. Heavyweight champ of the world. I think he might retire, but yeah, dude, he's like 6'9, 6'10. He's just a giant mass of human being. And he's just badass. And he won. He knocked the guy out. That was a lot of fun to watch. I don't know. I'm just entertained by that dude. Don't know why. Um and anything anything interesting happen happened today? Because I may have missed it. I was busy. Like anything in the news that, that came up that was interesting. I mean that, that we'll we'll be covering a lot of this stuff, but uh, not, nothing out of the ordinary that outside of that. Okay, we'll get to that. We'll get that later on. Um, but I figure I figure let's start on a high note. Let's start with a uh, let's start with a question. Well, yeah, let's start with questions. And one thing I do want to say though, I'm really sick of hearing that stupid commercial, Gainiac. You know, gain. I'm a Gainiac, Gainiac on the floor. No, smell my drawers. No. It's a disgusting commercial. I'm not going to smell your never, drawers just because you've seen this before. Because you use gain, good for you. But uh, I'm still not sniffing your drawers, buddy. I don't care what the commercial says. So, Brian DeMarco, uh, thoughts on the rumors that Majorca is making it hard for people to scout Hoppy? They really, they really had that guy. Also, given that v- Werner Bremen, <laughs> yeah, Werner Bremen is what he meant. Werner for Derek. <laughs> Verder is going back up. 
Um, do you think Sargent should have stayed? God, it's so funny. Hindsight 2020, obviously. We talked about this. We text back and forth about this very thing. This so week. do you know what he's talking about? Uh, how uh, Mallorca is making it difficult for people to scout Hoppy? Do you know what he's talking yeah, about? I know. I he's think talking about it, this. Atlanta United sent Jonathan Spector as a scout to go see Matthew Hoppy, but the trip was deemed unsuccessful as Mallorca trains behind closed doors. What? <laughs> Don't shouldn't have um, Jonathan Spector uh, known that before he left? Shouldn't he have given Mallorca a call? Pick up the <laughs> phone, give Stu a call, say, "Hey, Stu." We want to go scout Matthew Hoppy. Hey, man, don't do that. It's all behind doors. Oh, okay. Well, I'll save me a trip then. Thank you. Maybe I'll I just think, go. Uh, I think uh, Spectre talked to uh, Holden, and he said that. And he still went because <clears> he <throat> wanted a vacation in uh, Spain for a week. Well, that's one nice-ass little island to go fucking already, already make, I'm already over here, guys. I'll just, you know, do a little scouting at the local games. I wish that I had gone to Mallorca when I was a little older than I was because I was like seven and I don't remember a whole lot of it. So, but yeah, it's apparently a freaking paradise. So, I mean, it's not like he's, uh, Matthew's not in a good town. He is in a good town, mm-hmm. but you know, not for playing soccer, unfortunately. Not Take for your him. legs up and just enjoying the nice uh, island breeze. Yeah, it'd be nice. But- yeah. Kind of want to play when you're at that stage in your career. I don't want Mallorca to go to, to I don't want him to go to Atlanta. I, no. I and I don't think he has any inclination to go and play anywhere but to test himself at you know the highest levels of soccer. So Matthew Hoppy's pretty stubborn that way. So I don't see him going, yeah, what the hell? MLS, sure. No. Um so yeah. Uh, but yeah, ta- tactical brought up uh, this point too about how like uh, with Bremen and Sargent going back up. Uh, sorry, with Bremen and uh, Schalke. Uh, Schalke going up, that maybe they shouldn't have uh, you know uh, busted the load a little too early. They probably should have stayed uh, with the team. Yeah, they would have so, played all season this season. Both of them would have so, been starters. Well, I mean, would, wouldn't have been much. Starters. Wouldn't have been much different with uh, with Sargent because he's pretty much a locked in starter for the most That's part true. outside of being injured. At yep. Norwich, mind you, he may have actually played striker at uh, Bremen. But two point. This is two point one. Sarge's transfer to Bremen was worth eight. Sorry, from Bremen was was an eight million dollar transfer. That wasn't Sargent saying, "I want to get the fuck out of here." That's uh, Bremen saying, "We need every penny." Yeah, I don't think we're, gonna get, yeah, we don't think we're yes. gonna get any better of a deal for you. Mm-hmm. And uh, eight million is good enough for us. Bye. Yeah. And Sargent's like, "Okay, I'll go play uh, first division in England. Why not?" Yeah. Um, Maybe but, you could say that about Hoppy wanting out. Um, unfortunately for Sargent, it means he's going to be down next year. So hopefully he'll just stay with Norwich City and help them come back up. Sure, because they're Definitely. on that they're on that freaking roller coaster, right? Like Fulham yeah. up, down, up. Um, I mean, we're we're obviously not we're not like uh, hating on the uh, championship, I and mean, we've been bringing in uh, Jedi and uh, Reem drop qualifiers. So why yeah. not? Oh, yeah, I mean, Jedi. We're looking at players in uh, in Scotland. We're, you know, Jedi picked up a knock of some sort. Happens. Jedi picked up some sort of knock. He wasn't mm-hmm. even in the eighteen um, today. So, or was it yesterday? Anyhow, doesn't matter. Um, he wasn't in there. Um, but Fulham lost again. So, I mean, it's absolutely impossible for them not to finish in first. I get it, but 
why are we going out on such a shitty note? I mean, finish the season strong, you know? Come on, guys. Jesus Christ. You can play a couple of your younger kids that you want to get a little bit of experience before you make the jump up. I don't know. Well, they've done a, ideas here. They've done a little of that, you know? Sure. Um, Nate, where's Vicky? I uh, hope I got that right. That sounds like a good Polish name. Still <laughs> managed four goals and two assists. Who did? Sergeant. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, people people are forgetting about the uh, the uh, early e uh, what is it EFL whatever the fuck that cup is called yeah um, cup at the very beginning where he scored uh, two goals and had an assist yeah you got all kinds of cups over there gets a little yeah. ridiculous after a while um, yeah I mean he, he two of those were in one game obviously sure um, and then he's got this mystery injury that you it's know an ankle injury whatever that is yeah and it's kept him out now for what could have been. Uh, a time for him to shine at the end of the season, and that's too bad. So um, it's uh, not, Nate, yeah, it's not helping make a case to come back on this team, on the U.S. Men's National Team. They said you got his name, his name right. All right, Weirs Weirs Bicky, right? Weirs Bicky, yeah. Weirs Bicky, um, yeah. Well, you know, I had it's like the Polish version of Where's Waldo. Five years, Weirs Bicky. I lived next to the Sapanskis <laughs> in uh, West Point, New York. His dad was a major, and my dad was a major at the time. And then they both became lieutenant colonels, but um, later on, and then colonels. And then Spansky's dad became a general and worked pretty much his whole career as a professor at uh, West Point, New York, whereas my dad only did it for five years. I guess his dad was smarter than my dad. Um, well, on paper, he was because he had a doctorate in engineering, so... What does he know? My dad just had one in leadership, whatever that is. Um, Chris Gary, YouTube notification didn't go out to me. Yeah, it got to me. I have I'd to say, say I got mine, but I mean, judging by our judging by our current viewer count, uh, eighteen, we're uh, probably a bit shadow banned here. Uh, hey guys, make sure you hit the like button yeah. uh, and uh, and share this out. Get it out on Twitter. Let everybody know that we're live. We're covering a, a variety of topics. Speaking of which, we're, I brought one up here that we might as well just jump right into Polisic. Yeah, it seems Tuchel uses Polisic as a break glass in case of emergency type player, which is frustrating because if Polisic played more minutes, he would have have more goals and would look worthy of the ten shirt and not like a marketing scheme. I don't think anybody at this point does consider him. I mean, and I go back to the guy who does all of the videos. Um, uh, hello, guys. That guy. I uh, forgot his name all of a sudden. Shit. Anyhow. Um, the Chelsea guy? Yeah, the Chelsea guy. Yeah, I can't think of his name right now. God. I think, Felipe, I think Felipe had him on one show or whatever. He was on his show or something like that. He's a great guy. Um, and uh, I've had discussions with him. I mean, chats, whatever, with him before. Uh, he probably wouldn't remember. But anyhow, I have. And, you know, asking questions. And he seems to be pretty fair about his assessment of Polisic. And, um, yeah, it's been frustrating at times, right? But Tuchel, look look at Tuchel's massive revolving door of players that he plays. It's like, when's the last time he's played the same lineup twice in a row? So, yeah, I, I, looked, I looked at the stats mm -hmm. uh, to find out who's played what. And there's, like, a couple of players who played, like, almost every single game. Mm -hmm. That's Rudiger and that's... Uh, um, um, and Rudiger's Mindy, leaving. Mendy, there we go. Yeah, and so uh, 
Uh, outside of that, everybody else, there's a handful, there's a smattering of people between about 15 and 1800 minutes. And then everybody else is like 1000 or less. So he does cycle through. And I think that's kind of a negative, quite frankly. Yeah. I don't know how you get any flow or any yep. chemistry going. And then he uses two different formations. Sometimes he'll go out with a three, five, two. Sometimes it's a three, four, two, one. Sometimes it's a four, three, three, as it was the other week. And, you know, that's got to be like a little nuts when you're a player, too. It's like, how are we back and forth? Yeah. Yeah. How are we playing now? I'm not saying Tuchel's a bad manager. I think he's a thoughtful manager, but I think he just tinkers a little too much. Yeah. He overthinks it. I think, well, you know, find the guys that you like, start them most of the time and rotate as needed to rest guys but the way he does it it's just like it seems well, it, like sometimes wholesale changes it's crazy well, and he, he talks about it how it kind of i feel like he almost kind of goes with like who he feels is hot going on a hot spurt at a moment he talked about how like when Pulisic was playing a lot uh verner had to sit the bench and now the burner's back out there doing well that he the Pulisic's out you know type of thing like it's just like kind of a rotation back and forth of like who's kicking who's not i'm not saying that's accurate or anything by any means um but I, again, looking at looking at just the stats and looking at uh, uh, goals and assists for ninety, uh, Pulisic is second actually, mm. right behind Mount. Now, I'm not saying Pulisic has the most goal, the second most goals. I think uh, there are a couple of players with uh, more goals than him, but they also have more minutes. Um, but Mount's mm-hmm. kill, obviously Mount's killing it stat wise. But uh, but again, yep. Pulisic has some like one thousand in like two minutes this season. Mind you, he spent a good chunk of that injured, and it definitely plays a factor. Yeah, but I, he's also still been arguably one of the most productive players on the field. If Lampard had stayed at Chelsea, it would have been better for Pulisic, I think. But sure. it wouldn't have been better for Chelsea, I don't think. So that's the problem. You know, you want to be going to the Champions League every year, and it looked like, for all intents and purposes, that was not going to happen. And so, um, you know, it was a change that was necessary at the time. And um, Tuchel's just an erratic dude, man. Mm-hmm. Tuchel is thoughtful. I call BS. He said Pooley had to rest for <laughs> for multiple time zones of international We're gonna get into travel. Case. We are going to talk about that. <laughs> that's well. That's what I mean about Tuchel being thoughtful, right? That's a really bullshit thoughtful. <laughs> nah, you know, maybe sounds even, like a legit thing to say. Like <laughs> ah, you know, he was gassed. It's bullshit. Yes. You are totally right. But you know, at least when he's <laughs> answering the question, he's coming up with some bullshit. You know, mm-hmm. meanwhile, Silva's 35 traveled more and didn't need a rest. And that is exactly true. Yep. Um, they both have to do, they both had to do multiple time zones. You know, the question, what he could have said is that, you know, when Pulisic got back, he was more beat up than Silva because, you know, when he plays, sure. people take him out, they knock him down and he I might've mean, had some how, bumps. How much, I mean, I have no idea how much uh, Silva played, uh, uh, while out and about, I mean, Pulisic was out was out there every game. Well, and if, you could say the the mileage was wearing down. Then it's possible. Yeah, I mean, and maybe Tuchel's. I mean, English is not his first language, so his bullshit in English is not going to sound as good at, uh, as other people's bullshit. So, like because an excuse written in crayon. It did. It sounded so. I agree with you. That was a bullshit <laughs> um, excuse by Tuchel from a kid who's you know twenty. What is he? Twenty twenty one now. Come on, shit. No, he's 22, I think. 23. When I was 22, dude, I could play two or three games in a row. Actually, I think the uh, video we're going to watch talks about how he was 23. 
Because I think Kirk even says that. When I was 23, you know, a 23-year-old can't do this? Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be 23 then. You know, it's hard to keep up with all these ages because time is flying by. It wasn't that long ago that he was 17 and 18, you know? That seems like yesterday to me. And uh, Jose, thank you very much. As usual, you are awesome. Uh, Our young guys as a whole need improvement, but we also need to be patient with our players 23 or younger. On another note, shout out to the Sounders. Hopefully they pull it off at home. Haji Wright should be given a chance. I I think so. A lot point. of topics we're going to be talking about here. <laughs> yeah. Haji Wright need, needs a shot at this point. Uh, I think he needs a look. I think yeah. you bring him in. We don't have a solid nine. Start, start, so. start with things. Start with the upcoming friendlies. Bring him in. Give, get a look. We still have the Nations League that you can still bring in because you're right. We don't have a set nine right now. I mean, yeah. I mean, Pepe and Ferreira are are are, are serviceable favorites, of but they're friends. not. I mean, they're not standing out. And maybe, again, I, I chalk a lot of that up on on Berhalter. Uh, but Pepe didn't play at all last game for Augsburg. Yeah. Oh, not a minute. Surprised. Yeah, and then the guys that start in front of him are scoring. So, I mean, I can say no as a coach on that one. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what you do. You can't just like say, well, every time I put you in, you don't score. And sometimes it looks like that his teammates don't want to pass it to him. But uh, I think, you know, Haji Wright, let's get, let's be real. <clears throat> He's playing in a league that has gone down. They're on the downward trend right now. Yeah. All right. You know, there was a time you could almost guarantee the guys, the teams at the top, Basictus, Galatasaray, Fenerbahce, those teams aren't the powerhouses they used to be in that league. They're spending about as, you know, trickly amount of money as some of the other clubs around them now. And so they're not kicking ass like they used to. Um, So, I, you know, it's not a great league, but scoring is scoring. I mean, if he played like an infant's league and he was scoring 20 goals a day, yeah, of well, course. Yeah, I guess in fairness, that's the same argument that a lot of people make for uh, Peacock. And I still stand firm that I think Peacock uh, deserves or needs another chance. And just not that 20 minutes of squandered ball in Mexico. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think he needs another look. I know a lot of people are down on him because that was a uh, <laughs> should-have-been goal. But and he, that would have that would have made things a lot differently, especially going into Honduras or uh, Costa Rica. Well, let's not but. let's not forget P. Fox's performances in the Champions League too. You know, sure. those were impressive, well, and those we, were we against have, better teams too. We also so. we also have to take a look at uh, who he, I mean, how he plays as a whole. I mean, that's a big factor. I don't think what? he's the same type of striker as uh, Berhalter's winning. No, but, but he we, is a finisher striker. So I mean, we, again, maybe. The last 25, 30 minutes of a game, you need a goal, put him in. Maybe. He's the kind of guy you throw him in the box and you find his head, he'll put it in the goal. Except for the last game. <laughs> <laughs> we keep we've saying that people are going, well, what about Mexico? You know? Yep, he blew that one. There's no doubt about it. But everybody has a bad day. Just there ask Wanolowski. Jose goes, that was a the miss was brutal, like brutal, but it was such a small sample. Yeah. Frank Kassler. Uh, thank you, Frank. We appreciate it. Appreciate it, man. There isn't really anywhere for Pulisic to go. Bayern, no. United, you're right, no. City, no. Barca, no. I wouldn't want him to go there. Madrid, hell, no. Real Madrid, no. DSG, nah, doubt it. Ah, especially if they keep all the forwards they got right now. They're not going to buy him. So he is stuck 
unfortunately. I don't think that's a. I don't know if I use the word stuck. Or unfortunately, I guess I'd say he is. Hopefully, fights it, stays healthy, and fights it. Yeah. Especially while we don't know who the new owners are going to be yet for Chelsea. We have rumors, rumors, but we don't have you know anything solid. So so Tuchel came out uh, at some point. I forgot where this came out at. But he basically said that every other every other major player in European soccer is going to have a foot up on on Chelsea because while they're already scouting, talking to other players, getting getting you know mm-hmm. arrangements set up to sign people, Chelsea can't do shit until the new uh, the new owners officially buy the, out the team. Yeah. So uh, even if even if they wanted to offload Pulisic, say if somebody was interested, I don't see them doing that until the new owner comes in because quite frankly, there's no way. That they're going to offload any more talent. They're already going to lose the number of people. They're, losing. they're already going to lose Rudiger. Rudiger. Rudiger's yeah. gone. So, yeah. yeah, they're losing. They're losing a number of key starters. It's just it doesn't make any sense why they'd ever offload anybody else until they can start bringing other players in. So maybe winter. Maybe winter could be a possibility. But I don't see much many changes occurring this summer for uh, if you're for Chelsea, if if any at all, because it just depends on whenever the sale goes through. I hear one of the per, uh, uh, people that want to get in on buying a percentage not the whole team because he couldn't afford it is lewis hamilton who is a formula one of course multiple world champion so that'll be interesting if that happens um and it'll be interesting to see if it's like a bunch of millionaires buying the team or one giant you know um thanks again frank yeah thanks frank or it's you know a, some sort of another one of these mega um you know like sheiks who have millions and trillions of dollars of oil money we'll see what happens i mean chelsea are an expensive company and i either way i don't think whoever buys them is going to be as wealthy as the former owner that would be hard to accomplish so we'll see brian demarco god demarco that name sounds so familiar anyhow um not brian in particular but I knew somebody named Demarco back in the day. Anyhow, are you, to, are you mixing up with DeFranco? No, no, I'm not. Who? What <laughs> kind of joke is that? Who's DeFranco? The YouTuber. Oh, either way, regardless. God, who do they replace Rudiger with? It's a simple answer, guys. They call it. They call back Matt Miazga. <laughs> <laughs> Problem solved. Well, Problem solved. I mean, part of this punishment by the FA and England on Chelsea is meant to punish them for having a Russian oligarch as their president and meant to make them not be able to make trades and do any business until that's worked out. It's part of the punishment. You can say it's not fair. If you're a Chelsea fan, you probably think, well, that sounds like they're perfectly fine with it up until the invasion. So, and, you know, maybe if this guy wasn't really good friends with Putin, I don't know if they're good friends, but I know they know each other. Um, so maybe he's good. But, you know, they're banning all of the Russian players from playing in Wimbledon, even the ones that say they're against the war. Mm-hmm. That seems like. Aren't we going to treat them as individual people or are we going to treat them as this scourge of they're not Putin. They didn't make this decision. They're not driving tanks in Ukraine. I don't know how it's their fault. They're just athletes, and some of them are against the goddamn war. They've said so publicly. So, seems harsh, man. Um, but 
I guess we don't live. We we punish all. There's no like. Remember, there are different gradients, right? There are different yeah. levels of your involvement in the war. It's like saying every German should have been executed after World War II. No, well, not every German took part in the you know the horrible shit. So, you know, I don't know how you blame a 13 year old girl for that. She didn't have anything to do with that. So um, anyhow, that's getting close to some other things we don't want to deal with. So Jose Reyes, um, $10 again. Thank you, my man, man. With our strikers. I think it's more of how Greg plays our kids. PFOC is perfect for wide play and crosses with Pepe. Why not give him time with Ferreira? They had a great chemistry at FC Dallas. I would love to see that. In fact, I'd like to see anybody play second striker for us. A two-striker formation. You're nuts. Or a 10. I'll take a 10 even, you know? (laughs) I'll take a second striker, a 10, or Uh, just another striker. Yeah. Fucking anything at this point. I mean, let's (laughs) let's get a little bit of variety in there because if you continue to play the 4-3-3, people are going to realize how to to punish you on it. We saw it in CONCACAF. Yeah, Sam seems to think in that interview with Bobby Warshaw that Greg was somehow intimating he'd like to try another formation. So I went back and listened to it again. That's not what I heard. That's Mm. not what I heard. Sam heard it. I'm hoping Sam's right here. I listened hard, but that's not what I got from Greg at all. I did not hear him say, you know what we're going to do? We're going to try some new formations before the World (laughs) Cup. He did never said that. He talked or he danced well, around the issue. I mean, so. I mean, the, the entire team knows the system, so you might as well take these upcoming four to six games and and uh, gamble a little bit. So I you think. could. I mean, the friendlies. They don't again, 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 I mean, again, it's 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 about getting chemistry. These games are about getting chemistry together. I, I don't think it's necessarily chemistry in a set formation. So again, all these players have played this formation for. The last year and a half, I, I think they mm-hmm. might understand it to an extent. Maybe they need to work on that chemistry, and maybe they need to work on certain things. But I feel like you could do that with a different formation, just to mix things up. If anything, if anything, to mess up the uh, the opposing team scouts. I mean, I'm sure England went back and looked at a couple of games and said, "Well, we know how to we know how to defend against this shit." Oh, I'm sure. You know how to it's, do this. This is <laughs> the way we play is so fucking predictable. You know, up. Oh. Wingers, uh, left back, right back, bam! They shoot down the field. The, the midfielders protect their ass as they go up, so they're too deep to really get in the box and help. And, you know, it's the same shit over and over again. And uh, it's really so predictable. It would be so easy to figure out how to stop that with a low mm-hmm. block. And it's just that a lot of the teams we played didn't necessarily have well, Canada played a low block or a mid, mid to low against us, and that worked. Um, and then other teams you would have thought would have played a low block just said, no, fuck it. No, we're going at these dudes. So, Sounds but good. again, Jose, we would, we'd both love to see like a different formation or a two striker tandem or some variation of that rather than just a standard four, three, three. Dude, yeah. Pe- Pepe and Ferrer have the history of playing together and playing well. I mean, that could be, that could be a, that could be a decent tandem. I'd love to see a four, two, three, one, for instance. Are we going to see one? I mean, Jesse does it. Jesse plays a 4-3-3 and a 4-2-3-1. And his system works with both of those formations. At least it has for Leeds so far. So, um, 
I just don't understand. I know that Berhalter gets a lot less time with his team than, than Jesse has. But look how short of a time Jesse figured out leads and had him playing a 4-2-3-1 and a 4-3-3 on occasions. And, uh, yeah, I mean, maybe Greg's system is just more complicated. It has more cues, or as somebody else said, triggers or something like that. I think it was cues. I think it's I what uh, I think it's what uh, Erickson said, or Eric Williams? Williamson. Williamson. Okay. Yeah. I mix them up there. Yeah, Williams said that. David D. Wait, Canada played a low block. News to me. Well, that's he didn't the best, play. That's, that's the best uh, uh, Greg Burhalter impersonation there, David. Uh, having watched the game a second time, I realized that Canada played at a low block. That's what, yeah, he figured out <laughs> in his second what? interview. Yeah. Post-game interview. So maybe that's a joke. By, no, right? I'm, I'm, it definitely was a joke, yes. Okay. Now, you, hey, guys, sometimes jokes just fly right over my head. So I'm going to miss with, The problem with text and uh, Twitter is that there's you can't, you can't in, uh, infer intent. There's no sarcasm detector on that shit. So either... He says bingo, but it took a third viewing. <laughs> Chris Gary, thank you, Chris. We love you. you, man. Greg loves the 433 like Alexi loves Zardis. <laughs> yeah. Well, I haven't heard much come out of. So here's the deal with Lawless. got subbed. Lawless's show. I do not watch Lawless's show. Unless it's cut up in smaller chunks, and then I'll pick the ones I want to watch. I can't watch that whole show. It's too long. It's like an hour and 50 minutes or something like that. There, Every every week is an hour and 35 minutes here, so we, we can't really... Oh, it's way too long. It's not long enough is a problem. So just watch our show. We joke around and bullshit more here than he we do. does. Yeah. And he there is like no goddamn comedy exchange between Mossy and Lawless ever. I can't remember one, and if I people know of one, let me know. Uh, Zach E four ninety nine, thank you, Zach. Um, where would you put Polisic in a five three two? Hypothetically speaking, of course, I would put him in the th- uh, as one of the twos. I'd make him a CAM. I mean, or I mean, a second striker. The second striker, you'd have to because you couldn't put him in the midfield. I mean, you could you could put him as more of an attacking midfielder option, which is he did it in the. Canada game or was it the Honduras game? I don't remember. One of those games, they, they pushed them back into the midfield a little bit. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean and, ideally, yeah, with the two up top, I mean, you either want to have Pulisic and somebody like Pepe or uh, or Wea and somebody like Pepe or maybe Pulisic and Wea. I mean, I think Wea could probably play that the same role that Pepe plays. Yeah, I think a 5 3 2, it's going to look a lot more with Greg. Like a three-five-two, if he ever played it mm-hmm. um, with a second striker, because I do think he'll going to play. You're going to play three center backs, and you're going to have two wingers, right? Um, um, and att- attacking left back and attacking right back, and they're going to be going up the field. I would make Dest feel I mean, a lot better because <laughs> that way he doesn't have to worry. He's got three CBs behind him somewhere, you know. I mean, if if our manager happens to be uh, Tuchel, uh, expect uh, Pulisic to be one of the wingbacks. That experiment didn't work, did it? <laughs> Ooh, that was bad. So I'm glad yeah. that's that's done happening. He, you know, he tried it, didn't work. So, um, but yeah, it's it's interesting to think about. I am not sure that a three five two 
would be our best formation. I really don't. I don't know. Based on who we have. Hmm. You could work it out. I like if I sat down and wrote it out, I could probably pick a pretty good team for a five three two or sure. three five two. And that's salt semantics. Well, the, the, yeah. Again, the problem you'd come across is that some players would be on the bench that would normally be starting in a different formation. So say I mean, say if you went like with Awea and Pepe up top, I mean you push either Pulisic into the midfield or you push Reina into the midfield, but one of those would be sitting on the bench. So it'd be, it'd be tough. I mean, it'd be tough to come up with something like that. But if you play three center backs, that means Brooks is back in the picture, right? Because he's more than familiar with that. Um, I mean, outside of the fact that, you know, Greg doesn't like Brooks um, and has some sort of personal pepper with him. But uh, Christian Pulisic's role with Chelsea, 2021-22 season. Most goals coming off the bench. Yeah, this is what we're what – do I don't know. Don't read this. We're going to be watching the video. This is about oh. – uh, uh, this is football Americanos. Oh, yeah, let's do that. I forgot all about the yes, Herc the Herc Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I said it to you. The, the, yeah. <laughs> I said it to you. I forget about it. <laughs> well, okay, guys, you, you really need to look at our text message, which I'll never post. But mm -hmm. uh, I, I asked Derek. Derek's like, hey, I'll just use the ESPNFC video of it. So then I put the actual title of the video in there and say, this one? And he goes, no, the one about Tuchel and Pulisic. And so then we have this back and forth for like five to ten minutes. And it turns out he's he's talking about the same video, but we have this we have this different. We do. When it comes yep. to, uh, even on our show, uh, yep. Derek wants to have more information on the thumbnail because he reads the thumbnails. Yep. And I'm about putting enough information on the thumbnails, but the whole content's actually in the, the title. So I, re I was reading the title. He was reading the thumbnail. Yep. And eventually, I took a screenshot of it, sent him his way. And he's like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> it was a fun 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's so funny. I don't know if it's generational or it is like, you know, uh, the difference between the ways our brain works. Because I'm like from a very creative, you know, background, musician, artsy, blah, 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 blah. And, um, you know, I, maybe you're an IT guy. You're more like, oh, okay, I'm, you know, this is makes sense. And I'm like, okay, we, I, I'm used to seeing thumbnails with almost like no text on it. So yeah. it just depends. Well, you know, that's the funny thing. I mean, I I'll fly through thumbnails on, or recommend my feed on YouTube and take videos simply by looking at the thumbnail. That's it. That's what I, that's how I do it. doesn't always work. Sometimes I get shit I don't want, but, uh, bunch of shark happens. videos. Yeah. Uh, scuba diving in caves. Well, I did that on purpose. <laughs> sad, sad. Yeah, okay, real quick before we start, let's, let's go over some of these stats because they really don't talk about them. But yeah, most goals coming off the bench and all comps, too. Mm hmm. Um, there's only been, uh, only only Ruben's been substituted more times than Pulisic. Mm -hmm. 34% of his total minutes have come off the bench. That's a healthy chunk. Uh, number of players have played less, but not many. Injured for Chilwell. A lot of them. Well, Chilwell, yeah. yeah. Uh, Kepa's not seeing the bench any or seeing the field anytime soon, really, for the most part. Yeah, I know. Uh, I was funny. I was, I was talking to a guy. Uh, one of my te one of the teachers in my school was watching the Man U versus Chelsea game today mm -hmm. uh, during class. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, nobody's watching this. I won't tell you who it is. Yes, stay anyway, anonymous. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, but uh, he was watching it, and I was like, "Man, it's funny that uh, somebody like Keppa, who uh, 
could be start, who could be playing for Spain at any moment. Yeah, it's where he's from, right? Spain. He's Spain, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yep. And uh, I, I <laughs> I'm not a Chelsea fan either, guys. But I would feel I would not feel comfortable with him between the pipes. He's just two hit and miss. Yeah, he just he lost a lot of confidence. Mm-hmm. And then you know Chelsea saw it. That's why they bought Mendy. They're like, this kid. What a fucking, is... what a fucking smart buy, by the way. Yeah, no kidding. This kid's fragile. You know, is what they learned about Kepa. So, yeah, here we are nearing the end of the uh, season. He's got 13 goal contributions, seven goals, five assists, and that's one more from last year. And he was injured for like half the season. So, yeah, everybody's harping on him this season, saying, like, oh, this is a bad season. You know, Tuchel's not playing him, but he's still producing. By the way, folks, what we're going to do to make it easier for certain people to watch some of these, because not everybody likes this format, this long format, is we're going to chop up this, these, we're going to keep this, this is going to be there, so you can watch the whole goddamn thing if you want, but Mm -hmm. we're going to chop up other videos into smaller topic sections, this live show, so they can watch it, and they can watch the shit they're interested in, and not all the other things they're not interested in. To use an example... Here, we're about to start a video, and uh, we're going to go over the stuff with Pulisic here. Yeah. And we'll start we'll, – we'll break this segment up when we hit play here. We introduce the video. We'll play it. Uh, but not everybody's going to want to wave through uh, 40 minutes – almost 40 minutes worth of video <laughs> before we get to our first topic. <laughs> so, well, we covered the Pulisic thing pretty well. To an extent, yeah. I mean, yeah, it came up. But this <laughs> this will this – will, what do you want? Sit down. Sit down. All right, let's see what Herc has to say. Yeah, this is uh this is in their reference basically they're referencing what uh what Tuchel has brought up about Pulisic. Not really right. brought up, so we asked him a question, but right. regardless, here we go. All right, Herc. So here's a look at some statistics for Christian Pulisic. Interesting, about a third of his minutes <coughs> have come off the bench. You also see he's already topped his goal contributions from last year. We still got some games to play. A lot of those minutes off the bench, Herc, recently. Uh, have been coming for Christian Pulisic. For more on that and the explanation behind it, let's listen into the Chelsea manager, Thomas Tuchel. <laughs> so, just a general coverage of what we talked about prior to this. Yep. We talked about just the highlights more or less, but let's cover what Tuchel says. At this period when he was on the run, when he had the confidence, when he was heavily involved uh, up front and Timo had to wait for many, many weeks, now things turned around a little bit from, from the Southampton game and uh, Puli struggled a little bit since he came back from, from national break where he had, I think, like three matches and an incredible amount of, of journeys and time zones uh, to, to cope with. From there, he struggled a bit energy-wise. That was my, my, my impression. Uh, on and off the pit. So okay. yeah, that's basically that's basically what we alluded to uh, earlier on. Right, right. You yeah. know, just the constant moving around, flying uh, between uh, what Mexico to where we play. Uh oh, what is it, Orlando, mm-hmm. and then back to Costa Rica, and then back to England. It's it's a lot of flying. In his terms, it's a lot of time zones. Mm-hmm. I get um, it. I get yeah, some of it, it. It can affect it. And don't get me wrong. He came back and he, uh, there's, there's a couple of games where he definitely didn't play as well as he should have. Yeah. Yep. I mean, you can make that argument all, to your point earlier. All he had to come out and say like, Hey, you know, he's played a lot of games. He, I wasn't seeing the energy that I'm used to seeing. So I wanted to give him a little bit of a rest. 
we'll bring him in slowly and he'll you know work his way back in especially a guy that is injured as often as Polisic is you might want to treat him with a little bit of kid gloves when he comes back whereas silva has no long there's no long history of him being injured all the goddamn time right so you can probably guess he'll be fine Maybe he saw the videos of Pulley drinking Budweiser and got offended. We consider that beer. <laughs> Could be, yeah. But, you know, Budweiser is a German name. So there you go. It is still, it it's is a, a German beer. It is a German style lager made the American way, of course, which means it tastes like shit. Watered down and garbage. Mm. Yeah. Bad stuff. Like, I mean, it's unbelievable how much better German lagers are and i'm not even a fan of lagers not even a fan like if i go buy a beer i'm not buying a lager i want to taste something you know um so yeah i drink ipas belgian ale yeah well that's like eating in a bucket full of ass <laughs> as far as i'm concerned i don't need all that bitterness thank you, you. sound like an ipa being bitter <laughs> all right let's continue with herc inside a bucket full of ass. All right, Herc. Is Thomas Tuchel Offended. blaming Christian Pulisic's international duty for his recent slip in playing time? And if so, is it time for the German manager to get lost? It's been time to get lost, Seb. Are you serious? Damn. Are you trying to tell me a 23-year-old can't recover in time? He's got jet lag, but <laughs> Jago Silva, who's 38 years old, who does 11-plus-hour flights to Brazil. Sorry, Herc, I'm not making fun of you. I'm just South trying to America. be more like you guys. Can? He's all right. No, this is Thomas Tuchel doing what Thomas <laughs> Tuchel does. If you're an offensive player, only two of them have really shown that they can be in the trust circle of Thomas Tuchel. And that's Mason Mount, and that's Kai Havertz. Everybody else, Ziyech, get on out of here. Lukaku, get on out of here. Timo <laughs> Werner, get on out of here. Oh, Hudson Adoy, are you even around? Christian Pulisic, he you're wasn't in the 18. Well. This is what he does. <laughs> he makes these players feel uneasy. He makes them wait. And Christian Pulisic has been through this before. Not just here. He's been through it at Dortmund with them. This is par for the course Probably of Thomas Tuchel. If you're telling me this is the reason... Come on, man. This is a cop-out. Yeah. You didn't like what you saw. Just say it. I don't like what I saw. It has nothing to do with international duty. I don't trust him in this moment. There are others ahead of him. Whatever you want. But don't blame the transatlantic flights and jet lag. Herc killed it there. Yeah, he did. I killed mean, it. it's a sorry excuse. Um, you know, and if it's true that Polisic was tired after all that, then that's on Polisic. Honestly. He should not be out of shape. He should not be tired or exhausted or whatever. He's 20 in his 20s. Come 22, on. 23, yeah, I think it's 23. I mean, so, yeah, I, I don't think if I were Tuchel, that's the reason I would have given. that. That's well, And again, Herc Her brings up the point, and you brought it up earlier. Just flat out mm. say, hey, he came out flat. We're putting somebody else in. Yeah. He'll get his minutes eventually, and he'll work his way back in. I mean, it's it's what Polisic does there. I'm not saying that that's how Polisic plays. But, <clears throat> I mean, periodically there will be bad games, too. We'll try somebody else. Somebody else will hit fire, and then Polisic will work his way back eventually. Nobody's safe in that lineup, except for maybe oh. Rudiger and Mendy. Everybody else? Those are the only two that have been basically yeah. playing all season. Outside that, uh, Kai Havertz. Uh, and Mount were roughly about the other ones that were like about 1,800 minutes. But even Mount went through a, a little period there where he wasn't Havertz went out where he wasn't playing. That's correct. It happened. No, yep. no players. They, you're right. No players outside of Mindy and uh, and Rudiger were, were safe. 
Yeah, and Zayich, you know, he starts, then he doesn't, then he has, we don't see him for weeks, and then he comes back and plays and starts. You're like, what the fuck's going on? Well, and I mean, he brought up Hudson Doyle because Hudson Doyle wasn't even in the in the lineup this I week. I know. Against Man U. And so it's weird. It's almost like Tuchel gets out of bed and has a dartboard of players' names on it. He just tosses 11 of them. And the only, well, he tosses 10, nine of them, because he's already got, a dart stuck in Mendy and stuck in Ruder before before he starts tossing, you know? I think so, he's got like a, a wheel of fortune wheel. Or something like that, yeah. <laughs> by, by posi- each, a wheel for each position. It's like right back. There's the four guys. I need two strikers. Go. <laughs> what formation am I going to play today? All right, three, five, two. Or something. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's the most erratic manager. That's that little, that's that really tiny spot of like bankrupt. Like you're never gonna get it, but if you do get it, you got to run with it. Well, yeah, when you when you go to like transfer market, and it always has when you go to there and you look for managers because you want to study all their robotic Derek formation formation and who they whatever. Yes, you're here. You can hear right. me. Let's roll. Keep going. Oh, gee. <laughs> okay. All right. Jose oh, says, fuck. "Um, Poli wasn't um, tired. Yeah. Even in his even his bad games, you can uh, you can't say energy isn't there trying. Uh, that's BS. Basically, he's saying that the energy's there. Maybe the performance isn't. But again, don't don't come out saying like, ah, you know, he was flying around a lot." Playing games in many countries. Yeah. Am I back? Uh-oh. You're back now, yes. Can you hear me? Jesus, what the hell happened? Derek. All right. Well, let's continue with this while we wait for Derek to return. Lag. Yeah, if... If the issue here is, did the international window cost Christian Pulisic his starting job? I think the answer has to absolutely be yes. We just have to look at the stats for that. The seven games before the international window, uh, he started. Sorry, are you seven sure games about that? Before the international window, are you sure eight, about that? Sorry, let me get this right. There you eight go. games before the international window, <laughs> he started five. Okay. The seven games since, he started just one. So clearly, the international window was was the difference there. I. I it's a fun stat to talk about. I mean, you you starting a lot just before you go on the window, uh, go the window for the qualifier, and then you you come back after the window and you start like one and seven or whatever the fuck he said. That's uh, a that's a fun it's a fun one to talk about because that does kind of make sense that maybe the window did play a factor there. Maybe he came out a little flat. I don't know. Uh, yes, Chris, uh, Chris, I did banish him to the shadow realm. Oh. <laughs> He'll be back, I'm sure. If he has to restart his computer, we'll see him back in about 10 minutes. Hopefully people are clocking this. I guess my question is, Herc, is it fair? I was always under the understanding that there was kind of an, an unspoken rule, right? You go off on international duty. If you're a starter, you don't necessarily lose your job for leaving on international duty. But then I was talking that to Shaka Hislop on ESPN FC mm. today, and he's like, nah, that, that's not really how it works. So uh, maybe maybe we can't fault Tuchel for that. What I would say here, though, is I am worried about Christian Pulisic because you see a player score a goal and you think, oh, all right, that means he's going to get more starting minutes. But we know Tuchel doesn't see it like that, right? He sees the comfort of what happened and the confirmation of what happened. I put this guy in in the 90th minute 
like I always used to do, and he delivered like a super sub. I don't necessarily think that that goal is going to. All right, so he uh, Seth brings up a great point here. Uh, and this is something that Tuchel brought up early on in his tenure with Chelsea. And he talked about how uh, how he always maybe, – maybe it's uh, the curse of being of, – of having coached Pulisic at a younger age, but maybe he thinks that Pulisic is nothing more than just a super sub. I hope not. And now, well, I, I, since then, of course, he's started a number of games and he's played well and everything like that. So I don't think he's necessarily thinking that anymore, but there's still that thought process like, well, he, he he's not performing as well. I'll bring him in late as a game changer. And then it's a number of games where he does that. And I'm hoping that changes. But then again, we saw it today against Man U. He didn't start. He got like 20 minutes. Yep. So that was my internet connection. Mm, I, I vamped. I went ahead a, a couple minutes here on the, on the show. So we're good. Okay, good. <laughs> All right, let's continue on. I was able to get a refill get while, while reconnecting. He starts in the Champions, nice. Champions League. He plays two games against Lille. Uh, he scores in both games. And Thomas, Thomas Tuchel, excuse me, doesn't see that performance and go, you know what, maybe I should start him more. But now because he sees him score off the bench, you're telling me he's going to stick with that and say, I got to sub him more. He's going to be my mm-hmm. super sub. That's his go-ahead. That's his train of thought there. I'm <clears throat> not buying it. This is Thomas Tuchel. This is what he does. He did it with Lukaku. He's doing it with Lukaku. How do you mm-hmm. spend that much money on a player over a $100 million transfer fee on a player and let him go to waste like that? You don't think it's going to do it with Christian Pulisic? I mean, Timo Werner, when he came over from Leipzig, did the same thing. Ziyech, when he comes over from the Eredivisie, he does this with players. This has nothing mm-hmm. to do with Christian Pulisic, everything to do with Thomas Tuchel. You look at Christian Pulisic's numbers, goals and assists per minutes played, I guarantee you it's up there with the best in the Premier League. I guarantee you, per 90 minutes played, they are. it's up there. This is Thomas Tuchel I mean, and him Just behind Mount, like you mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. You mentioned guys like Lukaku. You mentioned guys like Werner. I feel like those were way more form things. I don't know that you can necessarily, as clearly anyway, point to Christian Pulisic's form here. Love the, uh, the candor back and forth between them. Well, thank you. For- yeah, that's the great thing about that show. Um there's a lot of disagreements and <laughs> you can tell, man, they've had some long nights of arguing with one another <laughs> at the bar somewhere, you know, but I think the thing about Tuchel just to, and I don't want to, I'm not going to generalize how all Germans are because that's not fair. But one of the things that how Klopp, for instance, is so different from Tuchel. Like, Klopp is emotionally connected with his players. You can tell that, you know? Mm-hmm. And Tuchel's more of an old-school German guy. There's not a lot of emotion. Yeah, he'll pump his fist when they score or whatever, but it doesn't seem like he's like a player kind of guy. Like, oh, I got to make you feel good. I I don't think a lot of players in that team get compliments, honestly. When, when looking when looking through for thumbnails, ninety percent of them is either him stern looking mm-hmm. or doing the what? Yeah, not many of them going woo or anything like that. You know, I mean, you see Klopp, he'll run out and hug his players and shit, and you know, give them love. And I just think he knows how to, um, <clears throat> in a very un-German way, in some ways. Um, I'm German. I had a grandfather. He was like old school German. So I know what that's like. Fair. Whereas Klinsman is more like, you know, is more like Tuchel. Like it's emotionally, you know. So um, I there, think there that might be, that's yeah. something we haven't considered really is like 
not every German coach the personality of the is going to be the kind of yeah. guy you want coaching, let's say, a very emotional team, which I'm not saying Chelsea is, but people do have emotions, but Tuchel does not give a fuck about your emotions and how you might feel have hurt feelings because you're not starting for three games. I mean, how long did Werner burn the fucking bench this season for stretches? Seriously. You know, he's like in fairness, in fairness, he had shit production exactly relative recently. Yep. So he's like, dude, you are flat. You're out. Yeah. Absolutely. Off so, topic, what does CCZ have to do? Best CB in Scotland, Celtic player of the year in the team of the year. No, Greg, rather choose a player that has piano strings in his Achilles. Who's that referring to? Who's got I'll say you're killing us here? <laughs> who who has the uh, piano strings in their Achilles? <laughs> I don't know who uh, that would be. Regardless, I think he's asking what does what does CCV have to do to get on Greg's radar? That's that's my that's my interpretation of this because little Yankee Yankee? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> Walk his dog at least ten times. You're good. Yeah, maybe I mean don't punt it. I don't know. He might get Oh, his... there it is right there. Bill named it. He got it. <laughs> oh, long. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Oh, there You're it right. is, Jose. Thank you. Appreciate it. I was going through <laughs> all the players. I'm like, McKinney, no. Zimmerman, oh, no. He's fine. This guy's fine. This guy's <laughs> fine. You know? And I'm like, I never even got to long yet. But he is, long is one of Berhalter's favorites. So. But, I mean, what, uh, um, did, uh, did Celtic place a bid? For him, for uh, CCB, or did that go through? Did he see now a Celtic player? No, it's not. I done thought yet. I read recently. Maybe, maybe there's, maybe there's just a bid placing because I know that uh, I, there are a lot of Celtic fans saying, you know, there's negotiations. Like, really stoked about possibility. There's negotiations going on. They can't do anything until the window, which is coming soon. So yeah, you got the summer window coming, right? So. Something's going to happen there, but Celtic want him permanently. And I think that's a good move for him. It really is. Although I'm going to be surprised if none of the sort of up-and-coming promoted championship teams go after a player like him. That would be surprising if no one did that. So I think there's enough interest in, uh, in EPL from what I've seen that mm -hmm. I don't think Celtic will ne necessarily get him. Mm -mm. And again... Nothing, nothing against Celtic, but if he has any ambitions to being on the national team, he needs to play. He needs to play against better competition. Yeah, even but if it's uh, a lower table, lower half table team in the Premier League, he needs to start showing it there. So, if you could make two permanent changes to soccer in the U.S., what would they be? Whoa, that's a huge question. Um, two. Permanent changes to soccer. I would have uh, I would have kept MLS two in USL. What does that mean? I would not have done the MLS Next Pro. I would have kept the MLS two oh, yeah, in yeah, USL, yeah. yeah, so that they can play grown ass men, yeah, rather not... than playing a bunch of twenty three year olds and under. I mean, at that point, it's just nothing more than just a uh, an older academy team. I mean, you look at teams like New York City FC's two team, it's made up of a bunch of fucking teens, teenagers. Mm -hmm. And now they're going to be playing other teenagers. How's that going to do them any good? At least in USL, they're playing well, goddamn grown men with hair on their testicles. 
even even yeah. with uh, with Chicago's team, uh, a number of their a number of their uh, two team is just the 20, uh, 23 through thirty uh, roster spots. They're they're just they're just pushed over to the two team as well. And most of them are teenagers. So it's again, it's just it's I would that's one that's one big thing I would change is I would absolutely keep them in USL so that way they can play some grown ass men with you know hair on the balls. Yeah, huge. I would also have required <laughs> exactly. Uh, I would have required. I think this would have been great. The cap to go up every year, unless it, there's an emergency or something. I would does like to see MLS. MLS should go, no. The cap doesn't go up far enough for me. I'm okay. Sorry. Well, I love to specify because I was pretty sure that it keeps going up to a certain point before the next CBA agreement. But, uh, but yeah, okay. You're saying it's not going up as quickly as it should. It's not fast enough for me. I mean, I do like the way that Garber got around all those stingy owners like Kraft by saying, okay, well, you won't let me raise the, the fucking, you know, the bar here on the cap. Well, then I'll just make up some funny shit called Cam and Gam. And we'll get around your, we'll get around your stingy asses because, you know, Garber is right there with like the Seattle owners, a lot of the newer owners who are willing to spend money, but those old cringy guys that started the league, I'll give them credit for starting the league. Okay. But they're in the way they're in the way. They don't want the cap to go up much. So yeah, Chris, the thing about pro rel at this point, as far as I understand it, there is no limit right now on how many teams that MLS want in MLS. Like they like that six hundred. Might as well keep it going up. Up yeah. and up, up. They like the three hundred mil entry fee and the required, you know, stadium by a certain time unless you're NYCFC. I mean, the only way that you're gonna get the owners on board with Pro Rel is if you guarantee them a return on their investment. Otherwise, it's not gonna happen. Yeah, there's you're, no... you're more likely to see Pro Rel at the USL stage and on. Yeah, but let's say there's 40 teams. In MLS, let's go look down into the future, and there are forty teams in MLS. A makeshift MLS two, if you will. That pretty much covers every goddamn major city in the United States. Well, it covers it's, one per state, so it's like that's that's a huge leap. No, by no means do I think. No, no offense to uh, <laughs> people from Montana, but I don't think MLS needs to be in Montana by any means. I mean, there's like four people that live there. Yeah, that's and, a lot. I mean. Saying a lot can be from a guy from Indiana, but still. With all these owners <laughs> plopping $300 million down or more going forward in the future to get their club into MLS, that's a massive investment to make. That's massive. You you have to have some sort of guarantee that you're going to stay in the league. Now, what you could do when you got 40 teams, you could do MLS 1 and MLS 2 and have pro rel between those two 20-team 20 20 but I don't see that happening. I think they're just going to keep going to 40 and keep pocketing the money. And then if you've got 40 teams in a league, I mean, who's going to get left out? Poughkeepsie? Um, some small town in Montana, as you said, Brett? Biloxi? Biloxi? Biloxi can't get promoted anymore. You know, Biloxi, Louisiana, they're FC. You know. All right, we'll come back to you, Jose, real quick. Uh, hey, Indiana's in the top half of the state for population. I know it was kind of it was kind of a joke, just because a lot of people consider the quote unquote flyover states 
but yeah, Indiana for being as rural as it is, there's a, there's a healthy amount of population and a number of cities. Indianapolis is not a small city. I'm sorry. We're, uh, no, we're, we're one of the top, uh, the top non seaboarding or I guess water. I want to say waterboarding. We don't have a port. <laughs> we don't have a port. Well, we do. Have a, Indiana does have a port. No, not uh, Indianapolis does that. Indianapolis does not yeah, for you. Yeah. Right. Nobody's right. water. It's not. It's it's like one of the largest cities, not on a body of water. Yeah. Unless got, you call, unless you consider the White River a body of water, which that's, it's not. That's, it's like a stream. <laughs> it's barely. It's barely a river. You know, it's so low. Yeah, I don't know how that's a river. I guess the, you know, if you get forty teams in, including Indianapolis, and I could name some other major cities that don't have a big time team in MLS yet. I mean, you got 40. How many more cities do you need? And if MLS wants to do it, they could go to 48. Fuck yeah, it. They don't care. Got a lot of Indiana fans here. Indiana. Kevin, Kevin lives uh, in Indiana near Lake Michigan. That's pretty cool. Love that area, by the way. It's cold during the winter though. Uh, they've got, we've got the Colts and the Pacers. True. We could handle MLS. Absolutely. Could. Absolutely. We could. Yes. We uh, could Jose Lopez says, Indiana, I drive, by, don't even stop for gas. Why? We've got really cheap gas here compared to the rest Cheaper, of the country. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that dollar ninety nine, you could get get almost half a gallon. Yep, exactly. <laughs> it's about a half gallon actually. Right now. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, Jose says, uh, "Lower the cost of lower the cost to play youth soccer." Thanks, 100%. Jose. One hundred percent. Yes. One hundred. That, that should happen. There should be more of. An investment into youth soccer. We are seeing that at the MLS level. We're seeing yeah. every team practically has a, a youth program now that goes all the way down to like U nines or U sevens. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. The, so we've uh, come a long ways, no, folks. A long I, ways. I, I do want to specify. Not only does MLS have almost free academies all the way down to like U eight, U nine area. Yeah, but USLs are USL teams are also kicking in an academy. Mm -hmm. team. So, I mean, it's it's happening, guys. The development's going to be there. And sooner or later, we're going to be world contenders. We already, we're already reaping the rewards <laughs> of, of the earlier teams that decided to do youth development, like FC Dallas, Dallas. Yep. and New York Red Bulls. I mean, we're, we're profiting from that. We're getting Tyler Adams out of that. We're getting Pepe out of that. Um, we're getting Che. We're, I mean, there's all kinds of We players. got Miaz. Yeah, that didn't work out so well. All right. Um, if Zardis, Bobby Wood, and Sargent were all shooting loads what shots on at the keeper, who do you think would score most? Loads. Zardis, Wood, or This Sargent. sounded like a circle jerk question for a second. Can you bring it you back got? up? Bring it up. Oh, Don't kill on, it. Hold on. I was asking, who do you got? I mentioned the names multiple times. I didn't listen to you. I don't hear what you said. I was busy thinking about the circle shirt thing. All right. Zardis, Bobby Wood, and Sargent. If they were shooting loads of shots at the keeper from where? I don't know. But I'm pretty sure that Sargent would score the most goals. Yeah, that's my take on it, too. Outside the fact that he's not really producing as much as you would hope at Norwich, the kid still has a shot. So yeah, I think if if we're going to chalk it up, I mean, the problem is, is that you don't know what body part the ball is going to come off of Zardis. Wood, Wood doesn't really even score at MLS. Yeah. Okay. I mean, Bobby Wood's fine. <laughs> he was once a very good player. If he can get motivated and stay healthy and start scoring bushels of goals in MLS, he'll get another shot. 
Yeah. Sardis to me, he's done. He's been done, and you know he was really he hasn't good. been included. He's really and good. He at just got he just got transferred over Colorado. Yeah, I, mean, I think he's done. He's a top in goal artist. All right. So if he were shooting, if they had to all take these shots from just outside the box, Sardis would finish in dead fucking last, dead last, dead last. Nate says Zardis only allowed to kick it off his his face. face. <laughs> <laughs> so Derek, yeah, are you aware? Yeah, my ESPN has announced their top thirty-nine U twenty-one players. I am aware of that because I believe oh. I sent you the article or the link. I know I? I needed the transition into where we're going next. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I had forgotten all about it. Uh, I was in that welcome. stupid fucking commercial song. I'm a gainiac, gainiac on check my drawers. It's still stuck in my fucking head. You can't so even I guess get it. They're winning. They're winning this game in my head. Oh, so. All right. Hudson all right. Illinois. So. But yeah, so uh, so ESPN comes up with their top thirty-nine U twenty-one players. Who was Derek? This? Derek sends this to me, and he says, "Not a single fucking U.S. men's national team player on there." Well, the reason I said that was I watched a video earlier with the author, and he didn't bring up any of the American players, so I just figured they weren't on the list. So, what's his name? Sigford Jornson or something like that? Was he in the video that was above? No. Yeah, I didn't understand a single word he said either. Yeah. Um, so I, I watched some small little and he never mentioned any American players, so I just assumed we got fucked on this list. No, but we didn't. We didn't. It, it strikes me funny that uh Hudson Adoy is listed as 39 here. When was the last time he played for Chelsea? I don't recall. Yeah. Well, he's I'm not I, saying that he's not talented, I'm just saying he needs to get the fuck out of Chelsea or get away from Tuchel. So I think a lot of English fans are pissed off about that too. Even some Chelsea fans are pissed off about it. Like, where is this guy? Why don't, when he ever get to play what's going on, but you know, Kevin, Kevin, don't ruin it for everybody else. What? He he said, which three made it. Oh, well, let's go down. Let's start matriculating. Tino Livramento. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know if that's a, like a hundred percent thing going to be happening. He could, it could. It's a really interesting name for someone who's supposedly English. So I, I guess, guess the problem is I, I, I didn't go around looking at other U 21s that weren't listed here. So there are some names that I recognize some names. I don't, I don't follow Southampton enough to know who this is. I think I've seen him play one time. Yeah. So and I I, I hey. occasionally run into him on the old U twenty one games and U twenty three U twenty ones I think so. Um, Serginio Dest that seems could have got a better picture of him. A little low. I think it's hard to get a good picture of Serginio Dest. <laughs> no offense to him. But I mean, he doesn't look. You mean... He always has that look on his face, kind of like <laughs> I don't give a fuck. You know. <laughs> so there's that. Okay, that's fine. Jeremy uh, Doku it seems so to be such a high ranking for him. I know what he's doing at Rens, but I don't know. It's this guy's list. He can, I guess, you, you know, do you, boo. 
slap yeah. against the wall anybody who wants. Fabio Vieira, yeah. uh, SC Porto. I have not seen him play. I've never seen this guy play. So I can't even criticize it. I comment on it. Never seen him play. Look at that. They even list the number of uh, players. Where are we? The England. Fourth on the list. That's unreal. Is that not unreal? <laughs> When's the, when was there ever a time when the top under-21 players by nationality, we would be in fourth? <laughs> tied for fourth, but still we're tied with Germany and Brazil. But that's absurdly awesome. That's I mean, crazy. For my lifetime, I'm sorry. Others are spoiled. They've been liking, you know, watching yeah. all these youngsters. <laughs> Now back, the last back, I say, yeah, back back in my youth, I was just happy to have three stars in Europe. Like I had to players have, who were consistently playing. I had to have German relatives send me tape it on their tape system. Mm-hmm. Then we mailed them a, v, a VHS, which they converted into their power system, and they would then take their recording of the games that um, Gio's dad played, Claudio Reyna, and put them on a VHS and then mail them to him. And I got to watch fucking him play. You know, it's crazy. Um, that we don't have that problem anymore. We can watch. Interesting. Players. Tino here apparently is on loan from Chelsea. So that's the, a problem for him down the line. Well, right? I mean, but Chelsea can't necessarily make transfers until they make their, uh, their cell. So he official. might get a chance. So yeah. You might see him come up. You might because, you know, if, if all shit, hands on deck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Brendan Aronson at 34. Uh, I think that's a little low, but okay. I get it. He's not a guy that'll just beat like three or four players like Polisic or something like that, but he is always in the right spot and he's really good, good at getting to the places I mean, where he needs to be. You think that's a little high. I don't think so. Because if you say low, I mean, he's any, any higher from where he's at now, he's practically off the list. I know what I'm saying. He needs to be further down this list. As so we you're go. saying he's too, it's too high. He needs to be lower on the list. Because we're so going down I, to one. I consider his rating here low. Okay. Does that make sense? We're talking about two different <laughs> things here. You're, no, you're, you're saying he needs to have a lower score. He needs to be like in the 20s is what you're saying. Visual yeah. learner? Technically, very different for me, Brett. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> what number is this? It's 34. What number do you think he could be? I think he's in the 20s. So do you think 34 is lower than the 20s? I think he's too low on this list. So you, no. He's too high. Okay. His rating. You're, you're, talk, you're, you're talking about skill level when you say his, low and high there. His rating is too low he is, here. He is on. He is too high, is what you're saying on the list. You need to be down. He's lower. only high on this list because it starts from the bottom to the top. Go down to one and start there if you'd be happy. No, I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's just this is not the difference than the way our brain works. How many times do you get a text from me? And you're like, what a fucking dipshit. <laughs> we five to ten minutes, and we eventually come to the same conclusion. But it's just how we get there. And then how many times do you give me a response? And I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? You know what happens you all watch, the time. You watch it, Jose. You watch it. <clears throat> <laughs> Jesus Christ, this conversation. Oh, we didn't get to read it, right? Well, it makes less sense, sense than my tweet. <laughs> what? 
Nothing makes less sense than that tweet, uh, Jose. Sorry. What was the tweet? Christ, is that one you read just a second ago? Oh, well. I'm not going to pull it back up. Yeah, fuck it. Let's keep going down the list. All right. Eric Garcia. Eric Garcia. Great. Yeah, fine. Mm. I do like Incappy. I really do. I think he is a future star. He might be too low here, too. For Leverkusen. Yeah. He's going to make that fucking Ecuador team, national team, though, for sure. Crystal Palace, Mark. I don't even, I've never seen this guy play. If I have, I didn't notice. He might be really good. Well, I, I don't know. Th- this, this is the problem I've got with the, when it comes to, because I, I don't follow a specific league. I don't have a team that I'm just diehard in Europe to follow. And I know all the players they play against. I follow teams of players from the U.S. So, like, I, I, I watch a lot of Norwich games. Yep. And I know a lot of the players from the Norwich team. I know a lot of players from the Chelsea team. Me too. I could not tell you a single player from Crystal Palace. I don't. I couldn't either. I mean, Why? one. I could do. I could do two. Actually. I couldn't do one. And it, it's just because, yeah, if I'm watching Crystal Palace because they're playing Chelsea or they're playing Norwich City, and I'm more interested in you know, what Josh Sargent's doing and what Polisic's doing. That's what I'm focused on, right? And um, so there are teams I love, you know, I love Fulham. But they got Americans. I love Lamp. Yep. You love Juventus. <laughs> I like Juventus. And I've been bigger. I've been a bigger fan since Weston went there. But, and we're going to get into this, guys. I even made a comment on Twitter today. It was like, man, if Weston does go to Atletico, I may have to get rid of Paramount because there's no reason for me to watch it, especially with Venezia going to Serie B. So, yeah, they're definitely. Why would going I pay for Paramount? B. Why would I pay for Paramount at that point? Yeah, man, it really sucked when they lost uh, Nani. That hurt him. When he went down injured, that was it. So. Nate, you you bring up Zaha, and I I now I yes I do know him from that Crystal, was one of my two players. Yeah, seriously, yeah, I, <laughs> I don't watch Crystal. I couldn't tell you a single player now. I mean, outside of Zaha now. I used to know their old manager because he was former manager of Fulham. So there you go. But he's not there anymore. So Chris, I understand your point with champions being on uh, Paramount, but all the games play before I get home. And on top of that, we always end up covering them literally that night when they do it. So just, I don't, I don't really get to sit down and watch any champions league games. Yeah. I got to tape a lot of them. Um, so it's unfortunate. I try to catch every Chelsea one. Uh, or obviously. So, all right, let's keep going. Jacob Ramsey, is that a brother? The other Ramsey? I wonder if they're related. Uh, Aaron Ramsey's brother. I don't know. Uh, Kareem Adeyemi. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's been. It's pretty yeah. good for Salzburg. Yeah, pretty impressive moments. Um, it's and crazy how many good players there are on Salzburg. They're going to lose. Is the Austrian League on any streaming services? I thought it was. I, I feel like I've watched a game on ESPN Plus before. It must be few and far between because I don't think I ever see any of them. No, I really I, only catch the highlights, and I've, I know enough about him yeah. from the highlights to say that, yeah, he's pretty damn good right now. It's unfortunate that I got to do most of my research on Aronson by watching the highlights of the games. It Pretty just much. gives it gives me uh, not the full it, picture. It has to be streamed somewhere because uh, um, it's dispossessed. Ends up uh, posting some of uh, Aronson's every touches. So yeah, clearly he's got access somewhere. But I guess you could always find something on on uh, selling the Seven Seas. No, I think you can buy a subscription on their website, Salzburg's website, maybe to watch every single game. 
if That's you're out of country. Yeah. I think selling seven C's, I think, would probably be the easiest option. Uh, Lance says Aronson is way better than him. I agree. You mean? To me, Aronson's the heart and soul of that team. But Absolutely. That's me. I think I think so. But again, I'm stressing it only off of Champions League games, which I did catch on Paramount. Yes. And uh, <laughs> we did get to watch those. So and yep. uh, the uh, highlights. Yep. All right. <laughs> let's keep going down here. So after this, we're gonna get into the fact that you were attacked by Weston McKenney's dad today. Verbally. <laughs> I don't be fun to talk I think about. that was, I think it was a, it was a snarky uh, response and I, I loved it. I thought it was great. Okay, we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll yeah get to it. keep going. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That dude right there. Yeah. This guy him. over here. Him. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> you go. Man, I think this is way premature. But okay, fine. I've watched some Ren's games. Uh, Kalulu. I don't really remember watching i don't i've watched juventus versus ac milan but i don't remember him playing that game so i don't know maybe he's good but i didn't notice david answers your ramsey question yeah one is welsh i know ramsey's welsh but i do believe ramsey (laughs) was also well maybe i'm wrong about that i thought he he could play for either country could be from another yeah yeah. (laughs) i didn't want to say it but whatever okay (laughs) Obviously, I don't know Jacob Ramsey from a hole in the wall. So I mean, we saw go. a picture of him. It was too small up here. I couldn't see that shit. <laughs> That's right. Was he? I didn't go back up. I thought, was was, a, I thought he was a guy. Yeah. I don't know. Wow. Okay. That's too small. That's why Just... I couldn't, couldn't say. So small, I could not tell. So there you go. That's how little I've seen of Jacob Ramsey. That's why we skipped over him so fast. It's like, I don't know who the fuck that is. Kalulu, then Nico Gonzalez. Again, I feel like so many of these are premature, but this guy's probably doing his research. So <laughs> maybe he's just really tan. <laughs> well, there's no way that that's, tiny that's thumbnail one, was That's let one me thing know. the Welsh are known for is their tanning ability. <laughs> I mean, historically speaking, I don't. I mean, <laughs> so. mm. Charles, yes. Well, he's doing a whole lot better than our model kid there. Mm. Oh, Sally. <laughs> I think Horvath sure. better. I don't know. I think Oda Sally might be done, folks. I don't know. Looks Is he like on this list. Uh. uh <laughs> Premature declination of a player because of his inability to focus on not modeling but playing soccer. Yeah. Um, Jasco Gorvidiol. Yeah, I I watch a lot of RB Leipzig. I just don't remember hearing his name a lot. Am I missing something? Does he play for Leipzig uh, a lot? Well, it was just as of last summer. So I mean, this would have been the only season you know him from. Yeah, because I just don't. Maybe remember. I miss. I mean, I mean, uh, there were a number of there. Obviously, were a number of games where uh, Adams was uh, MIA, and uh, so he was wasn't I today. Game. <laughs> he went ninety. He went ninety today. That's good. By the way, Adams. 
And then this is boy. so goddamn low. There is no way he's just 21 on this list. He should be in the top 10. I think he's one of the best talents out there. And maybe I'm biased. I watch every game he plays. Okay. I think I think I think uh, the uh, five months of injury plus the tacking on the last two months uh, probably plays a factor in it. He yeah. saw the promise, which is why he's on the list, but he hasn't really been able to perform because he's been injured. And I think that may have hurt him on this list. I think if he had the entire season, say if he didn't get injured, I think he'd be much lower slash higher. <laughs> yeah, and I think his estimated value would be in the 80 millions instead, honestly, mm-hmm. if he got to play every game. Yeah, whatever. Hungry gets a good player. That'd be good for them because they've been not very good for a very long time. Martinelli, Brazil. Yeah, I guess, you know, we'll see how that works out. We're going to quickly go through a lot of these because uh, yeah. 10 are probably the only ones we can really really go on about outside of our own. But. Listen, another player that... A lot of Arsenal kids here. Gotten some time, but, I mean, give it a break. I don't think... It's not like... Like, you know, if Reyna was healthy, he's starting every game for Dortmund. Period. End of story. I can't say that about a lot of these guys. I think uh, a lot of people are talking about... Uh, with, with When it comes to Geo. Uh, there are a number of people who mentioned the uh, injuries, injuries, mm-hmm. injuries. Yeah. So I get it. A lot, of I people, guess... a lot of people take that into consideration, I guess. And I know this author gave him demerits for being injured all the time. So it makes sense. Who do we got left? Isn't Reina the top one we got? For us. Yes. That's why okay. I said we're just going to scroll down. Just to, like, keep the top scrolling one. down. I mean. Yeah. Rodrigo. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, good player. I understand why he's that. He's a good player. Is. He's doing He's, well at, uh, doesn't Rainbow smell Park. his name right, but other than that, <laughs> uh, Graven Birch. What's maybe, Graven? His birch. Mm. <laughs> uh, the Dutch known for their birch? Julian Timber. Uh, not really. No. Hmm. Not root beer is not their thing. Um, all right. Uh, yeah, keep going down. All right. I think we're done. Kavinga, yeah, Gavi, got it, yeah. I mean, all the obvious ones. Alonzo Davies. Yes, Davies. Yeah, that's that's good for Canada that he's up there. Wow, that's that's high. Nine's a little rough. You think he should be higher? I think he should be further down, further towards the lower numbers of the. Uh, should he have digits. a better ranking? I should say. Yeah, there you go. Let's go with that. All right, let's do <laughs> here, that. We are, here we are nearing the end of this conversation, and we'll finally come to a. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> middle ground here i don't uh, know how you could Saka. rate yeah Saka's great the guy above yeah. him from Bayern munich i don't know how you could rate him that high yet unless you've been watching all his games so uh i don't know there you go flip flop him with davies there you go davies should be seven yep <laughs> Saka's is a star gonna be a star venetia's yeah. junior it's a fucking rock star already Jude this Bellingham. is what I wanted to rush down to, basically. I think this, is, this has too high of a, or too good of a range. Way too high. I'm sorry. There's no way he's four on this list. That is way high. There's no way Jude Bellingham is better than Vinicius Jr. I'm not sir, buying that. Sir, definitely definitely good for uh, Dortmund and all. He's definitely turned it up this season. But fourth? I mean, I don't know how many people this, how many games this know. guy's watched. 
Jude Bellingham has had some shit games this season for Dortmund. Shit. Just, uh, Holy I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have said fourth. Phil Foden, that's about right. This seems like a little bit of English bias, by the way, to have Good. Bellingham that high. Pedri, I mean, we're always going to love the Spanish youth players. Eh, it gets a little old because they've had so many storied. Remember when Bolijan was the, the fucking next Messi? That didn't work out, did it? Didn't even work out in MLS for him. Well, John, <laughs> that was not and a success. But this is correct. Yeah. Erling Holland is the most goddamn bestest goddamn 21-year-old out there. There's was, no doubt was, about it. Let's talk with the teacher about uh <laughs> about Holland. And uh, one of his students came up to him and was like, uh, who is also a Man U fan. Mm-hmm. He's a Man U fan. He's like, we still have a chance to get Holland. He's like, dude, there's no chance we're going to get him. <laughs> His father's <laughs> career is practically was ended due to a uh, Man U player. Yeah, there's no way in hell that he's ever going to go to Man U. <laughs> I don't know. Money talks. I don't think. I think there's enough money elsewhere that there's no way. I don't, I don't think Man U is going to uh, open their pocketbooks that much. I think Man City can outbid anybody. Absolutely. Yes. So just buy yeah. the buy the fucking continent. Everybody's already talking like he's already going there. So. Um, well, well, I mean, give, given given the connection to Man City, I, I could I couldn't I could see that being along with the money being a big contender. Yeah, I mean, you're you're guaranteed one of the top teams in England. You're going to definitely be Champions League contenders. Uh, I mean, God, just imagine what he's going to do when you man, throw him I, on a team like uh, Man City. If Reina had stayed, stayed healthy, there is like a real possible chance that Man City would have gone out and bought Holland and Reyna, honestly. Well, and Dortmund, Dortmund's come out and flat out stated that uh, <coughs> Reyna is their long-term player goal mm. um, to replace Reese. So. Well, good luck on that one, guys. Newcastle, we're going to They're going to pony up for that one, shit. Newcastle's guy going to have a lot of money. There is no doubt. But like Man City, when they finally had a gazillionaire owners, it's going to take a while. For certain players to trust the organization and say, all right, I'll sign for you. Like, I'll sign for you, but, you know, I got to have some sort of assurance we're going to make Champions League because I'm used to playing in Champions League. I know you're throwing a lot of money at me, but I'd rather go to Man, Man City or some other team than Newcastle. Newcastle's going to have a load of money to spend, but the question is what players can they convince that if they go there, there's a history. Well, there's going to be a a a a uh, you know going forward. There's going to be progress, and they're going to be playing a Champions League. Yeah, that's, that's the challenge. Well, and that that's the that's the thing. I mean, you you looked at when uh, when Chelsea and uh, Man City were all bought out by billionaire owners. It wasn't an instant flip. Mm-mm. I mean, there there were still decent enough mid table teams or good teams, but it took a couple of years for it to finally get to where they're at now. I'd say three or four. Oh yeah. I mean they they signed a couple stars and you know Work they got better up. got better, got a new manager, big time Turn manager. Turned me into a newt. And they they slowly got better. <laughs> That's a good reference. Um <laughs> Yeah, so it doesn't it doesn't it's not going to happen overnight. Newcastle's going to struggle. They're going to sign two or three players. They're going to steal them from like I don't know, Milan or Marseille or Nantes or Lille, 
and they'll try to build, but it's not going to happen overnight. I don't think they're going to be a lot of really top flight players who are like, yeah, I'll go play for you. Because Newcastle, despite all well, the money, they're just getting in this game, right? And so, uh, and for a while there, it looked like they were going to be, you know, demoted, <laughs> relegated. So, all right. You want to get to that? Or we have more questions? Or real quick, uh, uh, Farrell Among Us says Holland City with uh, Geo following a couple of years. That's I'd what he's love, predicting. I'd love it. Yep. No. Let's uh, let's cover this really quick. So we got. Oh, I hear that Wales may get the Welsh English Italian Trinational Lou Brickett from Genoa. Brickett. He. Or is that Brissant? He's supposed to be a pretty decent CM and could cause us problems. Have you guys ever tried Bukaki sauce? It goes great with hot dogs. <laughs> Derek, say that name again. Lou Brissant. Okay, sure. I mean, he's Italian, right? That's how they would pronounce the double C. Brisson. I think he's going. I think he's going with the English or the Welsh, Welsh version of it. It's Lou Brickent. I know. Yeah, I know. Trust me. I know. Lou Brickent. And once again, you did not mention Mitch's name. He spent all this time to come up with a nice name for you, Desi Mitch, and you just won't say it. I know. My bad, Eileen Yulek. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If Eileen's name had, like, if her name was over Yulik, then you're even better, right? Eileen over Yulik. Even better. <laughs> if you can make her last name over Yulik, even better. Like, over uh, dash Yulik. Yeah. Yep. So. Or uh, Dover, I, Dover dash Yulik. There we go. I lean Dover Yulik. I don't know. <laughs> I love that these guys are still coming at us with these things. Because unlike Pete, we noticed them 99% of the time. There was one time we didn't. But no, we got, we got gets, that one. Pete, Pete gets bombarded by these all the time, and he misses them. It's, it's great. So, Derek, the biggest news that has come out this week. What? You got is, spanked uh, by McKinney's is, father uh, on, on no. Twitter? Yeah, you did though. He's you got such ass. a loose term of spanking, man. He gave you a little spank. You got it, Matt. No. He he came at you no. and went whack on the butt, and he said, "Brett, you're wrong. You're spreading misinformation." That's what he said. Right? Fake news. No. Uh, the the big the big news, Derek, is that McKinney. It's a silly season, so McKinney might be on his way out of Juventus yet again. Oh, I'm so sick of these stupid rumors. So, the rumor has it that Juve are very hell-bent on having Alvaro... Uh, Murata. Murata, thank you. Thank you. I was mixing yeah. his first name with his last name. For I like the reason. way you said thank you instead of thank you. Right, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. So, uh, they're, they're really hell-bent on keeping Murata, but they're not willing to spend that $35 million that Atletico wants. Mm. They've reached out and said, hey, We'll offer you twenty million. <clears throat> they said, "Nah, bro, nah, not gonna take it. Not gonna happen." How about so, that money plus McKinney? Yeah, not even that money. Probably a little less of that money plus 
a McKinney is what they're is what the rumors indicating. Juventus would be so fucking stupid to do that. <laughs> why why would they want to keep Murata? I mean, come on. I know I'm probably butchering uh, the actual proper pronunciation of his name. No, Murata. It's Murata. Oh, I'm not rolling my R enough, I guess. Murata. Uh, yeah, all right. <laughs> but I mean, why would they want to keep him? He's been an under ten goal contribu- contributor to Juventus for the last two seasons. He's been on loan there. Why? Whatever happened to this? Whatever happened to the season strikers for Juventus that were getting thirty plus goals a year? Whatever happened to Del Piero's? What happened to those players? Well, he's a, he was actually second striker slash CAM, right? Still got thirty plus goals a year. Yep. Him and Trezeguet, great, great mm-hmm. combo. That was a great combo. Killed yep. it. Yep. But they're they're talking about opting for him over McKinney, which doesn't make any sense whatsoever. McKinney's been an actual stalwart in the midfield and uh, a constant contributor. And I think every game that he's been in there, he makes it better. He's and we're an seeing they're not, Yeah. And while, while Juve's been plug, you know plugging and chugging here without him, although he's on the up and up, uh, I, I I don't think they've been playing as well without him. And by so, the way. The rumor that you forwarded was not your rumor. You didn't make no. it up. So you, you did not make this rumor up. This was an ESPN article, right? Well, and ESPN got it from another place. So we'll go over a couple of the different locations here. All right. But yeah, uh, uh, ESPN announced uh, states that uh, Allegri is keen to keep Murata, uh, but doesn't fully trust McKinney. I'm sick of that. Doesn't fully shit. trust McKinney. Again, it's another silly season. You that have to throw it in there. such bullshit. When McKinney was healthy, he <laughs> trusted McKinney like he tr- trusted his own fucking dick to pee. All right? He was fine with McKinney. This is a stupid fucking dumb article. So, I mean, you can't say things like that. So when when, when Allegri first came this uh, during the offseason, McKinney was not in the best of form. And he wasn't playing the best for the national team. He came back to Juventus, wasn't quite plugging and chugging there. But you know what? He 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 got over it. He became incredibly sharp, fit, and since like mid to late September, he's been he's been absolutely stellar for Juventus. He's been their motor. He's been absolutely. our motor on the U.S. Yeah. men's national team. It's yeah. just that that one little small spell when he was probably recovering from that nagging injury from the year before, finally got over it. Came back not in the best of uh, form, and uh, it took him about a month or so. But once he started doing that, killer, absolutely killer. It all changed when he had sex with Polisic's sister, and then went back to Juventus after <laughs> no. getting banned. No, I'm just kidding. He didn't have sex with Polisic's sister. It's a joke. That was the rumors that people were people were yeah. saying that, and you know, so it's like not that probably didn't happen. Um. I would I would agree. Uh, Chiesa is probably the most un, probably only unremove unmovable asset. I wouldn't let Chiesa go unless it was Fuck a that. bucket load of money. You know? I don't even know if I'd do that. Well, people are greedy. Unless unless he really wanted out, then you kind of have to. But yeah, people are greedy. So, so uh, yeah, ESPN was the first article that I noticed this on, and so I posted this on Twitter. And then McKenny's, and I, I post, McKenny's I post, dad I, I punched I, you. I posted, I'm like, apparently uh, Allegri doesn't trust McKinney with a question mark. And a lot of people were chiming in saying, ah, this is bullshit. I, I don't think he does. I'm like, yeah, I 100% agree. We agree. I'm just posting the article. Yes. But but uh, Mr. Mr. Uh, Mr. John McKinney called me out on this tweet. So here, here's my post. He goes, uh, ooh, something to talk about tomorrow. Rumors of McKinney to Atletico. So Juve can keep Murata? 
Apparently, Allegri doesn't trust, fully trust Preston. Well, you should have put like, after, no. Okay, after that, you should have put. Oh, I tr- I trust Weston. No, 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 no. I would have just posted. I would just posted the eye rolling emoji. That's all or you got. That. You, got to, you don't have to continue. Or that, yes. I chimed in and said that. As I told that to you, I'm like, eh, I probably should have posted that too. Yeah, you might. <laughs> oh, have been, well. You oh, might well. have been hung over when you posted this. For all I know, it's, po- it's very possible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. John comes in and says, uh, or Mr. McKinney, sorry. <laughs> uh, comes out and says, uh, straight red card for spreading BS. <laughs> Weston's dad is hates us now. No, he doesn't hate us. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna get communications to him. I'm gonna, I'm gonna send him a DM. We'll All good. right, yeah, we'll fix we'll it. We'll so fix I it. responded with saying, uh, being reported, uh, being reported multiple locations. And if you check the rest of the comments, you'll see that I don't buy the quote unquote no trust allegations. VAR overturned. <laughs> and then I said, how's Wes doing, by the way? <laughs> He's not talking to you anymore. He, he replied wow. to your original one and thought you were one of those conspiracy bitches. He, he didn't wait for the te- for the context. And how many shows he's watched of ours, I don't know. So I don't know if he knows what we generally say about Weston. Brian, so, I can't uh, tell if this is sarcasm. Did you you need to put a, a roll eye rolling emotion on after this one too? With his soft bones and all. <laughs> <laughs> Have you nibbled on his bones? Is that how you know they're soft, my friend? So I, I went back and start taking a look, see where you uh, where it got. You know, there are other sites. You know, UVFC were uh, posted this prior to uh, ESPN, and they basically said the same thing ESPN said, but this was linked to an Italian site, and I'm not going to try to pronounce. Uh, well, let Toto me do it. Fija, yeah, yes. I don't know that, how, how you say I that. I can't read. It's too small. T O D O. I'm not. Don't even. Yeah. Don't even yeah. bother. Is that up here? <laughs> No, it's just all sightings.com, but it's an Italian website. Yeah. And they talk about it. Um, where was it? Uh, I scrolled up, damn it. Okay, hold on. Man. Uh, here it is. The American footballer has seen how little by little he has lost his place within the team. And the what? sport management has been looking for a way out for a long time. That's such a, a, a broken foot would do that. <laughs> What oh, idiots Lord. write this stuff? The dude's been injured, you moron. That's why he hasn't played. When he was healthy, he played. Right yeah. before he got injured. He was playing every fucking game. This is ridiculous. I mean, p- the fact that people get to write for a living and make money doing and writing and saying this garbage is ridiculous. So, John, if you're out there, Mr. McKenney, you know, let us know. Because we agree with you. We think it's horseshit. Here we go. I mean, you know, if you don't know Brett real well, of course, you would have not known that already when you smacked him in the ass. Like, yeah. Way too many tweets for him to go back to find out what my true intentions are with uh, McNeil, I guess. Yeah. Brett, Brett gets a. <laughs> well, at least you got. You got you get such a loose definition of a spanking. <laughs> well,. Listen, Derek B.A.R. overturned the spanking, so we're good. Listen, one smack on the ass is not a spanking. Spanking is multiple spanks, mm. smacks. One smack is a smack. Spanking's more than one smack. Then you're getting a spanking. There's two. There's three. There's four. That's a fucking spanking. But, yeah. yeah otherwise, 
Otherwise, it's just a smack. <laughs> all right? Smack on the ass. Unless it's really hard. Then you'd say that's more like assault. <laughs> you guys should have a chicken or the egg discussion. GGG? Hey, oh. Greg. I don't know who that is. German Goo Girls. That I know. Ooh. <laughs> it's they a branched out from our comments section in, into our Twitter, huh? I know. I mean, those Pornhub porn posts we put up might have worked. All right. I think I, single-celled organisms came first. I'm agnostic. That's what I said. <laughs> I said, I said, I said uh, single-celled organisms came first. Well, 6,000 years ago when the Earth started. Jesus <laughs> awesome. Uh, All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um, We're not done. Okay. We got Johnny Buckets who says, hey, where's my boy Fred Baker at? By the way, he really thinks Legette is better than Musa. Dude is a troll. But Baker comes back and says, I'm not a <laughs> troll or a burner. <clears throat> okay. So. All right. Well, that is all. That's it. For and, the night. Yeah. Given that we went 40 minutes without hitting our first segment, we're only about six minutes over where we normally end anyways. Yeah. Not bad. Not too bad, guys. Not too it's, bad. It's not bad. Anyhow, we're going to chop these up for the people that weren't here for us live so they can watch them in chunks. And then we'll Get have segments in there. Yeah. But I think the next show will be the weekend. Well, it's not. We don't call it the weekend report anymore because people don't care about it. So we're going to talk about specific players and how they did. Um, over the week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. This is, uh, this is news to me, Derek. You said the recorded session was going to be Group D. No, we're not doing that anymore. Well, no, you we literally sent it this morning at 3 a.m. By the way, you got to stop oh. texting me at 3 a.m., man. You keep waking me up. I don't remember texting you at 3 a.m. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> yeah, 3 a.m. text. I'm like, ding. You're like, what the fuck is that? Three in the morning. What the fuck, Derek? Go to bed. I might have had like an idea or something like that. I don't yeah. know. It happens. I didn't know you kept your phone. Like I turned my phone. My alarm off. clock. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I turn my fucker off when I go to sleep. Like all I get is like, and I'm like, oh. Like if I left so you my, keep, you keep putting quarters in your bed. Is that what you're saying? No. Oh. If the I, sometimes I'll fall asleep. And the <laughs> phone will still be on the bed. Yeah. And the only reason I notice is because I it it does this vibration thing. I'm like, oh shit, what's going on? Mm. All right, folks, thank you for liking, subscribing, sharing with grandma and all the other things that you're doing to support us and keep us, you know, alive and well and relevant. Although it's been slow times for many of us right now, including Sam and even Pete. I mean, ugh. It's not a lot going on in soccer, so like U.S. men's national team soccer. So, I guess people really aren't keep on. It up, guys. Yeah, and hey, appreciate everybody who went out and uh, shared the link with their uh, with their uh, Twitter following. We got a, 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 a quite a big boost for live numbers during that time period. Awesome, so, guys. Yeah, so great. Really I appreciate great. everything, guys. And hey. make sure make sure after you're done listening to this, go down in the comment section, leave a comment. Let's let's beat that algorithm, guys. Let's beat this fucking algorithm. With a baseball bat. With a baseball bat. Let's do it. Or a bag of soap. You know, how they did it on the movie. So, all right. Until the next time, we will see you soon.
Do it again. Boop. Ah, fuck. <laughs> and like it. That's way too many likes. I got a comment on a channel. Fuck. <laughs> oh. Yeah. That should probably do. It should probably do. That should probably do. <laughs> <laughs> That hurt. <laughs> <laughs> More verticality! <laughs> <laughs>